0: let go
1: Hey everybody, welcome again to Back to Brick. I'm your host, Garrett, and today we have another great designer interview. This one is going to be with Stein, and uh, he also goes by Red Space Cat on Flickr and Instagram. Stein, I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast today.
0: Yes, my pleasure. Thank you.
1: Now Stein, if you could give us just a little background, uh, tell us where you're from and uh, what you like to build. Sure.
0: So I'm uh, Stein von der Laan. I'm from the Netherlands. So I'm Dutch. Um, I mainly build sci-fi, I think. It's my main theme, um, and I've been building from 2006 thereabouts, so about 15 years since uh, uh, emerging from my dark age. <laughs> Never stopped building since. So.
1: Great, and it's always fun to hear about the dark age, and we'll definitely talk about that a little bit. And uh, for all those interested that to follow along, we'll be posting his Flickr as well as his Instagram account so you can see some of these really cool builds. Uh, Definitely a sci-fi based builds. Stein, when uh, we talk about Lego, you know, we have to talk about minifigures because everyone usually has one now. If you could build one that represented you, doesn't have to be realistic, it can be definitely fictitious, what what would it look like? And would it have any weapons or uh, tools that it would carry?
0: Yeah, it's a very interesting question. Cut me. I, I've been contemplating the question. You sent it in beforehand and it's, it's a surprisingly deep question you're asking. Um, <laughs> and if you're indulging me, for, for uh, cheating a little bit, I would go with the, a Technic skill figure
1: uh, instead of a Minifig. Oh, okay. So why Technic Scale? So basically,
0: when uh, when I started out playing with Lego as a, as a kid, I always thought of the Minifigs as, even then, a little bit childish. <laughs> a little bit of a controversial statement. statement but I thought the Technic Figure skills were more akin to like the GI Joe action figures. So I felt much more comfortable uh, building and playing with those. So I always figured to myself being a, a Technic figure skill. Person instead of a minifigs. if that makes sense at all.
1: Uh, no, that does. It's interesting because you're the first person to say that. It's fun because Technic, you know, most people think like, oh, it's against the system that is Lego, but I think Technic adds so much extra detail and, you know, st- when we're talking larger models in general, strength because of their connections and, yes. and, uh, the and
0: weight <laughs> too. Yeah, so uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but just recently uh, did a build, a pretty big one or a hefty one at least, uh, that was Technic Figure Scaled. And that proved to be quite challenging, maybe my challenging, most challenging build uh, until now. So, but I'm very pleased with how they came out and I can see myself building more technic figure
1: scale builds in the future it's uh it's definitely an interesting scale because most people don't build that they're they're usually going to build smaller or they'll build minifigure scale but now when you talk technic, i mean you're you're going up that's that's pretty big scale and i uh, i we should definitely talk about that because it, it's very unique in that sense because most people don't think oh let me build even bigger scale than what a minifigure is because in general, if they want to build something big, a minifigure is pretty good size anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And uh, that was like when I decided building uh, the thing I wanted to build. I decided to check how I could build it uh, technically a skill. And that proved to be quite challenging because of the basically you're upscaling your, your, your build that is in your head. And that uh, comes with its own challenges. So. And as to your question of uh, uh, what weapons or uh, tools or whatever, I am thinking of the Arctic uh, polar uh, style theme uh, from way back when, the late 80s. I think uh, that the Technic Arctic uh, sets, Lego official sets, and I just adored those, especially the, the, the Arctic or the polar helicopter comes to mind, and all kinds of interesting. Stuff and this, I love the skis that could fit on the on the uh, Technic figure scale. So yeah, I, I, I love those sets. so these those come to mind first for me.
1: I used to like the Arctic sets too. Where um, are you talking the uh, like Arctic space? Or are we talking the Arctic? No, the Technic sets. The, oh, the Technic. Sorry, yeah. Exactly. Those those were very cool. I I definitely enjoyed having uh, some of those. I don't know how many I had though. See, most of my Technic were from Bionicle and then a few larger, such as like the Fire Truck or one of the, definitely Technic is pushed, they push themselves towards construction style sets.
0: Yeah, and so for me, I'm not a big uh, Bionicle guy, but uh, the Technic sets, I don't own, well, uh, now I don't own any sets, we'll get to that question. I used to own a couple of Technic sets and they were mostly Arctic based, like three or something.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So like back to that question, you said that you don't own those sets anymore. What, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, um, kind of a slightly longer story, but I used to, you know, or my, my, my parents used to know a couple of which uh, the, the, the guy works for Lego. Uh, Lego had in the Netherlands uh, some offices and he worked there. And every time he came by, he uh, sometimes used to have a, a Lego set for me, with him to meet, for me to have. But the thing was, they were always sets that were missing a couple of parts. <laughs> so, so that's quite frustrating when you're getting a Lego set and you're missing some key elements uh, preventing you from pinching the model. So, <laughs> but still, <laughs> so what I was going to say is I have the parts and even the instruction manuals, I think. But uh, up until now, <laughs> I've never really built the model itself. So I do have the the the, the set minus a couple of parts I never have built.
1: <laughs> well, that's OK. I mean, most of us usually lose parts over the years anyway. So it just yes. happens to have started off that way for you instead of uh, ending up that way. <laughs> You talked about uh, starting back up uh, in, what was it, 2006, uh, after yeah. your dark age. So when did you officially start building with LEGO? When I'm going to guess when you were younger, um, and then what led to your dark age? So as a kid, uh, LEGO was my main, uh, my, my
0: go-to toy, basically. As mentioned, I owned a lot of uh, a couple of J.I. Joe uh, toys, but my go-to was always LEGO, because you could... Build things yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So, but then uh, game consoles came into play. So that was in in, in my time was the, the, the Commodore sixty four and uh, Amiga five hundred, and then shifting to PC gaming, like Command and Conquer and stuff, way back when. <laughs> and then uh, transitioning to PlayStation one. On I went, and then uh, I don't know. I, I was Uh, searching for something on like a secondhand marketplace online to lego and i thought okay uh, this tastes like more let me actively search for more lego and then i came across possibility of uh, buying individual lego parts like bricklink and what have you and that just opened the gates for me that and well, uh, having more money, of course, it's kind of a cliche. Right, it helps when you have your your salary or your income. You don't have to be restricted by what you get for allowance from your parents or whatever. I believe it was a fellow Dutch builder called Frederici Freyohoven who um, who came I came across, and he builds. Uh, stutless so uh, with the snot uh, building style. And that was the first time I saw that technique. And I thought, wow, this is just perfect for me because I don't really like showing studs. I'm at that end of the spectrum. (laughs) And I thought, okay, I must attempt this. And off we went. So then I built my first Stubless build and posted it on Flickr and got injected into the lego community
1: and here we are <laughs> and then um you know as you continue to build you you're looking for new and exciting things and I, i'm guessing all the new parts are definitely helpful to like get you into building different things as uh lego constantly is coming out with new and more improved designs for their bricks
0: yeah, that's true. i think built Lego for my entire life, basically, minus a few uh, dark age years, uh, and then gradually uh, growing the, the parts selection, and mainly the, well, the, the studless parts selection, like the curved slopes and whatnot. So that much more eases me into the complexity of all the parts that are available right now.
1: I definitely agree because the complexity of just trying to get certain parts and then people are just so creative with some of these parts. I got the Star Wars calendar this year, advent calendar, and it's the first time I've used the new Darth Vader with the helmet and his bottom section of the helmet. I looked at him like, well, that looks like a wing. Like I could use that for like a micro scale ship. And that's, that's cool because as you use and see different parts, you can definitely adapt it to be something different. kind of military-style builds is, because I see tanks, I see starships, I see cargo vessels, but uh, as you said, it's very sci-fi-based. What, what got you into that style?
0: For me, I've always thought of my builds as near-future semi-plausible. So within the sci-fi end of the spectrum, for sure. Uh, I just recently noticed that there's nothing else on there besides uh, sci-fi-related builds. Pretty surprising. But um, it's just that's coupled to my general interests, I think. I'm, I'm just thinking about uh, the way I, I, I came to my nickname, Red Space Cat. So I came across, uh, when, when wanting to post on Flickr for my first build, uh, I needed to come up with a handle, right? So Uh I saw this icon, quite strikingly red and kind of cute. So I thought, okay, I have a red cat, and I do love space. All right, henceforth I shall be known as Red Space Cat, and that being in my name kind of betrays where where I'm at, uh, where my interests lay and i'm just now looking at where uh, around my room and i literally have nothing else but sci-fi near future. <laughs> uh, and even the the, the the semi well there you go semi plausible aircraft they still uh, look somewhat futuristic uh, i'm just i, I can't help myself <laughs> I guess.
1: yeah and i was gonna say so, i mean these aircraft they look almost like oh well maybe i've seen that design somewhere because you see, like, first off, like the color design, there's the one, the X, uh, was it the uh, CFX7 with the blue and dark blue that's very Russian style, but it looks like a drone that could be made someday.
0: Yeah, there you go. So that's the, the semi plausible part. So, nothing that goes for all pretty much all my bills uh, except for some outlandish big ships or whatever, but that. That kind of guides me, guides my build. I need some restraint. So having a limited part count from Lego is actually helping me, uh, gui- some some sort of guiding rails for me and preventing from me, me uh, having to look at a, like a blank paper and start from nothing. So uh, whenever I want to build like an aircraft, Lado, I force myself to at least make it a little bit plausible looking so it has to conform to the laws of physics somewhat the same goes for well i, I didn't do many wheels builds i recently made one one tank incidentally also a drone but it has to it has to be able to function in in real life somewhat so that that's that's the restriction i put on myself because otherwise I, i'll i'll I don't know where to go with my builds.
1: And then also, you know, you are you, not just building, as we said, the technic scale, but you do micro scale. And does that help in your design? you use micro scale for
0: if I wanted a large ship, right? So it's uh, no, that's just uh, I, I don't have the cash and the, and the room for it. that proves to be pretty challenging actually because it helps. Uh, of sand off all the details uh, you otherwise would see in a, in a micro build. So you really have to contemplate uh, if you're doing a, a small section. Uh, I'm now uh, thinking of my, my Sarah Toga ship, the, the big, big green ship that's ostensibly looking pretty simple and flat and, and maybe even uh, slightly uninteresting until you zoom in. Then you'll find some nuance and and. But those are much more difficult than when you would go uh, midfix scale, I feel.
1: Yeah, because the detailing has to be just right where, you know, you're using the parts in the proper way. So instead of having an angled bend that could be done in like three or four bricks, you have to do it in one now. Exactly. That's the point. And it brings to mind your USS Spirit, which is your small scale or micro scale uh, LPH, which is air, like a uh, like a mini aircraft carrier for just Ospreys. Can you talk to me about your design process and how you came about this idea and then finally the creation of it? Sure. So
0: I was noticing... Um some limitations so, so when you're only only building sci-fi or one one thing only medieval or whatever or only race cars at some point you you run up against i believe it's still a concept ship but which has the general type boats with uh, basically a gigantic helicopter platform and a small uh, steering hub and i thought okay i can attempt that and uh, yeah, this for me also was quite a challenging build because one of the advantages of building sci-fi.
1: Did it take a long time to get it to that the scale you wanted, and having the detail that was the most accurate for you? I did a lot of reworking with this ship
0: because I, uh, whenever I was finished at a certain height, for instance, and I looked at it and I uh, researched some images from the internet similar type ships, and just didn't sit right. So I had to rework the, uh, the whole thing again. And that took me uh, months and months, <laughs> to be frank, uh, until I had something that I was uh, comfortable with. And uh, so deciding the scale of it, I, I, I made the, I always wanted to make a SeaWiz uh, Lego version. Like the, the phalanx or the goalkeeper or whatever. Uh, so, and even there, uh, there were a lot of iterations of uh, phalanx type uh, uh, ship defenses already built, been made in, uh, in Lego. Uh, so, the challenge for me was to build the smallest possible one I could think of. And I believe I, I, I achieved that, that goal. I looked around and I couldn't find any seaways made of Lego that was similar size or smaller than mine. So I thought, okay, that's that's a good uh, starting point, uh, deciding on the scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, basically, the ship uh, <laughs> grew from 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 that uh, from the phalanx uh, onwards, and then I decided to add some uh, boats. For uh, marines to uh, disembark in, and, and eventually also the, uh, uh, the, the, the ospreys that go along with the, with the ship. So, yeah, there, we, there you go. And I took some, yeah. some liberty uh, with the, uh, as you can see on the side, the boats uh, where the boats sit on, they, they uh, hinge down and whatnot. But still, always thinking about okay, how would this work in real life? And Could this actually work? And doesn't make sense. And it's always a compromise. But this is what
1: I came up with in the end. I, I was going to say this. The was looks great. The, it's funny because I looked at it and I'm like, ah, oh, if only it could like rotate in all dif- like 360. Uh, but and it made me think of the um, the bar ball joint. And if you could somehow adapt that to work through it, I mean, it's hard enough already in that scale, but. Um, I might have to try it myself too, <laughs> to see how if you could have the little ball joint on the bottom and having a, a plate built into the bottom that could have it rotate on that, which would be really cool. Right, and with rotating,
0: you mean uh, like uh, tilting? Because it does rotate. Yes. Around. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, like the like a tilt to aim upwards. Yeah, to actually be able to shoot down uh, <laughs> missiles or
0: aircraft or whatnot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When you've built some of, uh, like the Osprey, for your stickers, do you design those yourself, or are they just uh, photoshopped in for those shots? Uh,
0: actually, both. Uh, no, to both. Um, they are uh, like model kit decals, like the water oh. slide. Yeah. Somehow they well they come in different scales, obviously. So mm-hmm. I just pick the ones that are scaled uh, somewhat appropriately and use those.
1: Oh, cool! That's uh, so. Um, these are already like pre-kitted uh, that you find, and like, oh, that should work to give it the look of the Osprey. And um, they, is it those water-based ones where you have to place them in water to, and then place them on the model? Exactly, water
0: slide ones. Yes, and you can buy them separately uh, nowadays, so
1: pretty convenient. That is. And I've never, I don't think I've actually ever heard of anyone doing that. And it makes sense, though, because it gives you that almost um, photorealistic that those parts were made with those on them. Right. And it,
0: it usually helps the, the scale and, uh, and promote the realism a little bit more uh, than without the stickers. And, and I always try to find uh, official Lego stickers that are mm-hmm. somewhat similarly styled. Uh, you've got the, uh, the cargo planes and whatnot that come with some like rescue arrows and, and, and other details. But mostly I, uh, I, I rely on uh, the water slide decals. Yes.
1: That, that's awesome. And, um, you know, I see some other ones and I. this will lead us right into your Technic build. Let's talk about that cargo dropship. So... How did you get to that that technic scale, and what are some challenges you faced building at such a larger scale?
0: Yeah, so I had so funny enough, this started out as a as a ship. Also, <laughs> I'm not sure if I pronounce this correctly, but uh, there's a concept called Ercano plane. I think it's like this. Uh, it's basically an aircraft but hovering like a few meters uh, above the water and uh, using uh, some kind of ground effect to, uh, to glide along the water. Those are beasts if you, if you ever have time to look them up. They're pretty awesome. But anyway, um, so I came up with, the, with a design uh, with big engines, rotating thrusters, as you can see. Uh, not even sure uh, as to what the function of the thing would be. Uh, the Cardo-type uh, uh, function only came at the very end. It had missiles at first, or like Humvees uh, stowed, uh, whatever. Uh, but the scale was a problem, so I landed on the uh, the windscreen, which is pretty big for a minifig scale uh, figure. And I figured, okay, maybe uh, a Technic scale uh, figure would fit nicely, and it did. And I found uh, one of those very old, old gray seats where the, 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 the technic figure scale uh, person uh, fits in quite nicely and tried out some iterations of the cockpit and fell in love basically with how it looked and panned out from there. And, and here we are. And as to your question of the difficulties I faced, my bills tend to be all, always snugged. So it's just not on the top and kind of smooth and ostensibly simple-looking, somehow quite complex. <laughs> and this one had, uh, well, I landed on the, the, the cargo container functionality, and that resulted in having a large gap in the rear. Like The, the U-shape of the thing uh, was necessary to, to fit the container and also be sturdy and also be uh, studs in all directions so I could tile them off and depth proved quite challenging, all the rotating parts and all the gaps that were needed for the rotating parts, including the, 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 the back end, that's ju- just basically a big hole. Uh, while maintaining some uh, structural integrity, that was the challenge.
1: It, it looks really cool because it's having, which they haven't made him in a very long time, and uh, having the vertical takeoff engines, it, it, it's a really great design. And I'm wondering, do you have any more you're looking to build in this scale? Yeah, the the, the cockpit really uh, uh,
0: seduces me to attempt a helicopter at some point. <laughs> I, I'm figuring, like, uh, I don't know if you've noticed know helicopter, but the little bird. Uh, you may know that. I
1: do not know the little bird, but small military
0: helicopter, basically two persons. And you could fit some uh, operators on the sides, maybe. But I could, yeah, I'm, I'm very tempted to to build something akin a helicopter or a even smaller hovercraft, maybe in the same line of this cargo dropship, but but smaller and more nimble, maybe.
1: That would be really interesting and i definitely look forward to seeing it because the scaling and as well as that that design just look really cool
0: yeah and i need to uh, invest in some more technical figure skills before they're uh, so rare they'll, they'll cost me an arm and a leg
1: <laughs> yeah really definitely before they become popular again because that's usually what happens is oh that's interesting maybe i should get that and then you don't realize okay. that eh, it's really popular <laughs>
0: Exactly.
1: Again, I just want to thank you for like coming on today. This is really fun, definitely, to talk about these builds. And I always ask this question, and I, I just think it's really cool, especially as someone that's coming back into the LEGO world. W- what do you think and how do you think LEGO has really affected and changed your life personally?
0: Yeah, that's kind of a big question because most LEGO builders will, will feel this. Uh, once you uh, come in contact with the community, because it, it, it's such a, a large group, an international group, and all the people are so diverse, yet always kind and willing to help and uh, help you uh, improve your building style and technique and whatever. It's like, it's like a warm bath, right? So from the moment I uh, introduced my, my first model into uh, Flickr, uh, as my platform of choice, immediately I, 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 I was somewhat overwhelmed with all the reactions and uh, compliments and encouragements, and, and then I, I uh, attempted uh, visiting some conventions, like Aval, AVALCONs, and that opened another big door to <laughs> to a large group of people. Uh, I since traveled uh, all over the world. I've like been to America, Japan. Denmark, Germany, whatever, uh, meeting people uh, that you normally only speak to online, and that's that's just a great experience uh, overall. So yeah, it's uh, that alone uh, changed my life quite a bit because it's not often that you come across uh, such a diverse group, and they almost instantly become your friends just because you have this this interest in the same hobby. Uh, you have so yeah this is i'm I'm quite lucky uh, to have drilled into this uh, this hobby in this community for sure
1: oh yeah i completely agree especially because the community is so open and welcoming it's you get to bond over that aspect of like we get to build and everybody's builds are different and that's what makes it unique because we can learn from each other and figure out what we like and what we don't like and you know if there was something we struggled with people are there to lend a hand and like say hey yeah i'd love to help you build this or if you did it this way that'd be cool too and it just gives you that extra edge in creativity
0: yep i fully agree
1: And I I can't wait to see some of these more Technic builds as well as any of these other sci-fi builds. I'm a big sci-fi nerd myself. So Stein, I just want to thank you again for coming on. For anyone interested in seeing some of these builds, Red Space Cat on Flickr and Instagram, I'll post those in the show notes here. And definitely check out the work and support uh, all his endeavors to keep building. And we'll build up that community make us all uh, better people and better LEGO designers. Um, So Stein, thank you again for coming on today. And I, I hope to talk to you again soon. Sure, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. Uh, you can reach us here at Back to Brick at Back to Brick Two on Instagram, and uh, our website is slowly coming along, so I'll, I'll give you an update on that. But as I always say, get creative, get out there, and go build something.